There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Hello, Lepsters. How are you doing? This is Luke from Luke's English Podcast. Today is the 16th of December, 2015. It's just a normal Wednesday. Um, just a normal Wednesday, but it isn't because today is uh, Star Wars Day. And uh, I'm just now walking towards the cinema to see the film. I'm walking through the streets of Paris, in fact, one of the busiest areas. And uh, there's lots of people around me. I'm feeling quite self-conscious because people are looking at me and then probably thinking, what's he doing? He's talking into a microphone in English. Except they'd be doing it in French, of course. Well, he is talking into a microphone. What is he doing? Um, but I shouldn't feel self-conscious because it doesn't matter because it's Star Wars Day ultimately, isn't it? Yeah, so I can do what I want because um, I am Luke Skywalker after all. Um, so... I'm going to see the Star Wars film and uh, I thought I would just talk about it a little bit in advance. Basically the idea in this episode is that I'm going to just give you a few of my thoughts and feelings before seeing the film and then when I come out of the film I'm going to just give you my first impressions and I might give you a, a quick review of the film as well. I will do my best to avoid any spoilers at all because I wouldn't want to spoil it for you. Personally, I've been trying to avoid as much information about this film in advance as I can because I don't want it to be spoiled as well. It's been very difficult because I've been very tempted to scour the internet for any Star Wars-related information I can find because, you know, I'm a big fan. But I've, I've done pretty well at avoiding the fan theories and the leaked plot details and all that stuff. Um, today has been particularly particularly difficult because my phone keeps trying to tell me about the film like early reviews are coming in um like early reviews for some reason in france we get to see the film earlier than everybody else which is quite lucky so i'm very glad that i live here because i'm getting to see the film earlier than most other people in the world Uh, But some reviews apparently are coming in and I keep getting like little notifications on my phone from The Guardian and other stuff with like details about the film and I'm trying to ignore them. I've picked up a few rumours that it's going to be good. People seem to think it's good. I've had also a couple of other indications that it's not good. I still don't know what it's going to be like. Um, So I've done episodes about Star Wars before. I did one, uh, I think it was earlier this year when the, f- the first trailer came out. I did an episode all about Star Wars and I explained in detail uh, exactly why I love Star Wars and what it means to me and all that sort of thing. To bring you up to speed, if you haven't listened to that episode, then basically my position is that I love the original trilogy, the ones that were made in the 1970s and 1980s. I love those films. The prequel trilogy, the one that was made 
that the trilogy made in the 90s and later I don't like very much. I feel like uh, they sort of spoiled it a bit. Um, there, was too, there were too many computer-generated images um, and uh, I thought that some of the characters were annoying, like Jar Jar Binks, and um, the script was terrible. There was some really bad acting in there. Generally, I think, uh, I think it was really badly done. Um, and there were some good moments, like the, some of the lightsaber fights with Darth Maul, for example. But generally, it was, it was annoying and disappointing. So I love the original trilogy, and I have done since childhood. I think that if, uh, if you don't like the film, then I understand that. I'm not one of these people who's going to try and convince you that it's a great series of films. I'm just going to try and tell you that, personally, I really like it. And I have done since I was a kid. And so naturally, I'm pretty excited about the new film coming out. Um, and uh, I reckon it could be pretty good. I'm hoping it will be. But who knows? Because I remember last time, 1999, when uh, the, um, the, the Phantom Menace episode one came out. Beforehand, I was getting all excited and I convinced myself that it was going to be great. And I went to see the film in the cinema with some friends of mine. I remember it quite well because um, the friends who I went to, to see it with were not big Star Wars fans. And I convinced them to come, telling them that I thought the film would be great and that they would enjoy it. And that afterwards they'd, they'd be converted into Star Wars fans. You know, I, I had so much faith in the series and so much faith in George Lucas that I thought that there was no way that he could fail and that they would all be converted and it would be brilliant. Um, in the end, though, in the end, I was wrong <laughs> because the film was a disappointment and we just got lots of footage of the annoy terribly annoying Jar Jar Binks flapping around on the screen and it was just a cringe fest. It was terrible. Um, so I'm, I'm a bit wary and a bit cautious this time. I don't want to get hurt again, you know? I just don't, I got hurt so badly the first time round, three times in a row. Because, you know, the, sec the second one came out a few years later and I thought, oh, this, this one's going to be better, isn't it? Surely. Um, surely they can't get it wrong again. But even the second one was a disappointment. It was slightly better than the first, but it still, in my mind, just was no good and just was annoying and disappointing. And also the third one as well, which is the best of the prequel trilogy, but still a kind of a disappointment. Um, so... I don't want to be hurt again. I'm now approaching the uh, cinema and there's a few sort of uh, geeky looking guys hanging around. There's a, there's a couple of cameras, like a couple of film crews here uh, and then uh, a bunch of other guys who, who look a bit like me really, similar age, hanging around, probably waiting for people, maybe starting to queue up so they can get the, the best uh, seats or something. We've got our tickets. I'm going to go and see this film with uh, Paul Taylor who you know, and another friend of mine who you don't know. I might uh, interview them a little bit uh, before we go into the cinema. Um, but there we go. So I've got lots of, lots of uh, things I'm thinking about, lots of questions that I'm, I'm looking forward to getting answers to. Um, the general buzz seems to be that, uh, well, let's see. I, I mean, I, I've got a few ideas about what the story could storyline could be like uh, it seems that um, we follow two characters mainly uh, a kind of young girl called Ray and a, a young guy called Finn and if we start with Finn it looks like 
according to the trailers, it looks like he's escaping from the Empire or something. The bad guys. It looks like he's escaping from the bad guys. And um, he is... Uh, uh, there's a film crew coming towards me now. I don't know what they, they're going to ask me questions. Anyway, it looks like he's escaping from the bad guys. And at the start of the film, it looks like he's a stormtrooper. You know, one of the guys in white uniforms looks like he starts the film as a, as a stormtrooper, but for some reason he decides to escape from the bad guys. And, uh, um, oh, okay, looks like Paul Taylor's here. So I'm going to stop recording, and I might start again in a moment and talk a little bit about the plot and other stuff. We'll just have a bit of a ramble. Uh, but I'm going to now meet up with Paul and uh, have a chat to him. Okay, so I might speak to you in a moment. Okay, so I've met up with Paul Taylor, who you already know, and a surprise special guest on the podcast, uh, Robert Hain, the American Parigo. Uh, hi, Rob. Hello. And I, hello, Paul. Hello. So I was just talking about um, what I think is happening in this new film, based on what I've seen in the trailers and things, right? So I was just saying that I think that Finn, who's the black guy dressed as a stormtrooper, now my theory is that he's he starts with the Empire that's why he's dressed as a stormtrooper but for some reason he escapes he decides to himself I don't want to be in the Empire anymore they're, they're the bad guys they're racist or whatever do you have any material to back up this I don't have I don't have any material to back up this theory other than just what I've seen in the trailers that he starts in a stormtrooper outfit he seems to escape he crash lands on a planet it looks like they're chasing him and he's running away now you've been checking it, researching the rumor sites online no I've, I haven't been doing any of that I've okay. just been going by what's in the trailers okay alright so um, why is he running away from the Empire why has he escaped what, what's, what's going on I think it's because of the food. Uh, he was fed up with the food. He was like, I've, I've, I'm sure that there's somewhere in the galaxy who's got better food than this place. Because so, he's just kind of tired of eating the same thing all the time. Because if you think about it, most of the people in the Empire are English. So maybe the food is English too. Well, the, the chef is English, uh, as we know. Um, because uh, we, we uh, you know, uh, Eddie Izzard, the comedian... Uh, you know, actually, uh, uh, you know, did his impression of him. So he's definitely English. So the food's not great. You need like a tray as well. Yeah, uh, they're all wet. And- yeah, so the food's not great. And he, and so I think he decided to leave. He decided to find a, a better planet where French people were the chefs. Right. So he ended up crash landing on this planet. I don't know if there are any French people there, but he certainly seems to be escaping from something. Now I've got my theory is something to do with Luke Skywalker's lightsaber, which uh, was lost in Empire Strikes Back. You know where Darth Vader chops his hand off. The lightsaber disappears in Cloud City somewhere. Then he gets a green one, doesn't he? He gets a green lightsaber after that. That's right. He makes his own green lightsaber in Return of the Jedi. So uh, I think something to do with the, 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 the lightsaber. And maybe what's happened is that, that they've got the lightsaber, you know, the, the bad guys have got the lightsaber, and he sort of steals it and runs away with it. That's what I think. I think that there's a really n- cool new lightsaber that I'm really excited about. I don't know any... I can't really comment on your theory because, I, you know for or against I don't have any idea but there's the new lightsaber that's got the handle sticking out the sides right. have you seen this it's yeah pretty pretty phenomenal there's some controversy about this lightsaber because it's the, this is that red lightsaber that the bad guys got it's got like a normal lightsaber blade and then these two little bits on the side but what's the point of them because there's like a space isn't there if it's to protect your hand it explains it explain there there are technical documents on the internet that explains that there's there's a, a kind of mirror that um, I don't want to know all the, the, the inside stuff. I'm, I just want to speculate at this point. Well, you know there's a crystal inside every lightsaber, right. right? And this crystal is shaped in such a way that it can 
it can also go out to the sides to protect the hands. And in theory, there's it's all lightsaber on the inside. It's not, it's not, the space that's there on the inside is still protected with the force. Oh, I see. Okay, all right. So there's that as well. To be honest, like also other people are saying, uh, are wondering what's happened to Luke Skywalker. Where is he? Why haven't we seen him in the trailers? Has he turned to the dark side? You uh, see him in some of the trailers. You do see his hand. You see him sort of like you don't see his face, but you see like a hand. Uh, put his hand on. I feel like I've seen. It's Mark Harmon, right? Is that his name? Mark Armand. <laughs> Harmon. Harmon. Mark Hamill. Hamill. Yeah. Hamill. Yeah, we've seen him before in the in. Uh, no, we haven't really seen him in the trailers. We've seen, his face. We've seen Harrison Ford. Yeah. Okay. We've seen Harrison Ford and uh, Carrie Fisher, but we've not seen Mark Hamill. We haven't seen his face. We've seen his arm. It could be his arm. It could be somebody else's arm. But likelihood is that the, I think the likelihood is that there's a big plot story missing and Luke Skywalker because that it's going to be the main part of the story I think and that's why it hasn't been revealed yet uh, uh, to to the the in the I think the the trailers are distracting I think they're distracting us on purpose with the trailers and uh, we'll find out a bigger plot uh, with Luke afterwards okay so generally how do you feel about this then you guys how do you how do you feel about the film in advance of seeing it I'm super excited I'm really more excited about the fact that we get to see it before everybody in America uh, I feel like after 13 years of living in France, it's really starting to pay off now. Um, so I'm pretty happy about that. I've been, yeah, I've been waiting for months for this to come out. I can't tell you how thrilled and excited I am to see, uh, what is it again, Star Wars? <laughs> Sorry, Rob, uh, when did you buy your ticket? Uh, about seven minutes ago, I think. Uh, so, so excited he didn't bother reserving in advance. I thought it was going to be sold out for months. I thought I would have to wait weeks. I wasn't going to fight people. Um, but I was, I'm very pleasantly surprised here today. I can't tell you. I'm just thrilled. I'm, I'm, I'm peachy. Okay, so Rob is thrilled and peachy. How do you feel, Paul? Uh, I'm excited. I'm also excited to see it before anyone uh, else. Uh, and uh, as Rob said earlier on, after all the films that come out nine months later in France, uh, finally we get one that's two days in front of everyone. Yeah. Okay, so that's basically the situation. And uh, I think we can probably just happily go in and see the film and then we'll give our, our thoughts and feelings afterwards. We, but I don't want to re- reveal any plot spoilers. So we'll just talk about how you feel. You got something else to say? May the force be with you. Yeah, okay, all right. Who are you? I'm no one. I was raised to do one thing. But I've got nothing to fight for. Nothing will stand in our way. What you started. There are stories about what happened. It's true. All of it. Jedi. 
house. It's calling to you. Just let it in. Okay, so I've just come out of the cinema, and uh, I'm... You know that feeling when you come out of a cinema and it's still daylight, and you think, what's, what's going on? What, what year is it? Who's the president? What's going on? Uh, I feel a bit like that now, but um, happy, basically. I'm happy. I think, it's, I think it's good. I'm not saying it's perfect. Um, there are a couple of moments and a couple of things that I'm not sure about that I think are, were a little bit cheesy. Um, um, but also some things that were absolutely brilliant that they that I haven't seen before. The kind of stuff that is slightly uh, a modern twist on it, which um, I really liked. Uh, but uh, first impression, good, happy, basically. Not perfect, but happy. I'm not going to give away any spoilers. We'll talk about it again in a minute. But <sighs> wow, it's an exhilarating. It was strangely sort of moving, emotional, quite powerful uh, experience. Anyway, I'll talk more in a minute. Okay, okay so we're now sitting down uh, outside a little pub that we found, drinking some beers and just sort of like dissecting what's just happened. Um, I did say... You could call it a post-mortem. I did say um, at the... Uh, at, earlier on in this episode, I did say there would be no spoilers, and I still aim to achieve that because I still don't want to spoil it for you. Um, so we're going to try and talk about the film and how we feel about it without giving away any of the key plot details um so i've got paul taylor i've got uh, robert hayne i also have dylan with me as well who's never been on the podcast before um so welcome, d- dylan. welcome to dylan dylan what did you think of uh, star wars episode seven the force awakens what you say dylan's never been on the podcast before and then he comes straight to me so i'm like really bang straight in with us with a with a star wars question well um i'm a big star wars fan and I'm sitting here and I'm very, very happy. Um, lots of things that I expected happened, some things I didn't expect happened. Uh, I don't know, I laughed, I cried. It didn't change my life, but, uh, you know, it's... But you're basically happy with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a new world, new hope. Actually, the main thing I was worried about is not liking the new characters. But I do. So that's, that's the most important thing, I think. That's positive. Uh, we've got just a bunch of French people who've just... Sat right next to us. Darth Vader. Two dudes dressed as Darth Vader. Two dudes dressed as Darth Vader. Really? Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, so just a couple of Star Wars fans across the street, dressed in uh, the Jedi outfit or Darth Vader outfit. Lightsaber. He's got his own lightsaber and everything. Um, we've already seen the film, of course, uh, but we. we ours... wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be so fun to just go in the queue, in in the queue for everyone who's going up and going, this happens, this happens. Yeah, Luke Skywalker's dead. We can totally do that. We I just think we should go through and watch it again and be like, oh, this is the... We should sit in the back of the theatre and be like, ha, ha! Or just, really or just like, like, you know, say things that, that happen before and go, I bet you this is going to happen, like, really loudly. Oh, this... Get ready for the rack doors! <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Paul, how do you feel after having seen that, then? 
I uh, I really enjoyed it. I'm not the I, you know I'm not your typical like really like massive fanboy, but I like uh, you know I like the films, the original ones, and uh, because we're allowed to watch it two days earlier in France, I thought yeah let's do it, and uh, I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, there were some uh, good comical moments, um, which uh, I which weren't che- like cheesy at all, like compared to the original ones. You know sometimes you're like oh you didn't really say that, but I, I felt it was uh, it was good, and. Um, there's a very angry Scottish guy at some stage, which I really yeah. enjoy. He just sort of walks up and he's like, Right, pal, you're going to hand over those droids, you bastard. He didn't say bastard, but he should have. It's not really a spoiler alert, I would say, but there is a, a, a very Scottish guy who just turns up. He's like a bounty hunter or something. He's like, Right, you, you're going to give us them droids? And McLeod. I suppose so, but it's, it was just funny to hear such a strong Scottish accent in Star Wars. Um, so, as a standalone film, like you know, not forget all the other films that we've had. Just as a standalone film, with no context. Yeah. Oh wow, wow! What a question. Uh, yeah, I think it stands alone without without knowing anything about any of the other characters. But of course, everybody know everybody who's seen it knows all of the other movies not, the, not necessarily the, the kids of the original fans but I'm guessing they've they've all shown their kids the original movies before taking them along there to the cinema there's no child on this planet who does not know who Darth Vader is really you think you think so okay except for maybe some in, in some China uh, I don't know so, yeah, some not diplomatic di- dipl- South Korea or North Korea. North, North, North Korea North Korea probably there might be some children who don't know who Darth Vader is. But I would say the majority of the planet knows the franchise. They have so. their own Darth Vader over there. They don't need to know who the re- they don't need to know the fake Darth Vader. They've got a real Darth Vader there. I think I think we're going down the wrong road here. Let's get let's not go, let's not get into politics. Yes, I think it stands alone as its own movie, but it, you know, it helps to have the context. But would you say then basically is this film a hit or a, or a miss then in your opinion? I mean, bearing in mind when you maybe when you came out of Phantom Menace, you probably thought, "Oh, that was all right." Just bear it all in mind. Just think about it objectively. Do you think it's a good episode? Darth Vader guy. In Anakin, Anakin Skywalker in the original films, you hated him. Well, I didn't like him when I... Fr- Hayden Christensen, yeah. He wasn't in Am I thinking of the wrong... Well, there was the, the young, um, like, nine-year-old actor. Or, well, maybe it's like more Not like 12-year-old actor. But the next... Yeah. The, sorry, the second one. Right. That one, didn't like him. Didn't like... Too, too pretty boy just like sorry can't do any spoilers you can't do any spoilers yeah sorry well actually there's the I know the actor who plays the main bad guy and everyone already knows that but we're not going to talk about what he's like I think and no, we should leave that uh, we should leave that open but there's you know there's loads of things to say about the bad guy whose name is Kylo Ren and you've been wondering who he is and you're just thinking is there going to be a family connection or something like that uh, and and the girl's name is Ray. Ren and Ray. Yeah, oh, that's oh, that makes more sense now. Do you think there's a connection? Because there hasn't been a connection explicitly made in the movie that we've just seen. It has there. That's not a spoiler alert. There is no connection made in the movie. But I. But we can't. You have a suspicion. But what parents would call their kids two names that sound really similar? That's just asking themselves. I don't. I, we're not spoiling it. No, no. Anyway. Careful, careful, yeah. careful. Don't get no, into too many spoilers. 
I would say that um, for me, the uh, the film as a whole was was really uh, was really great. I really enjoyed it. There was a moment, uh, probably about ten minutes or fifteen minutes into the film, where I realised I was really watching a Star Wars film. After, of course, they'd actually said the the word Star Wars in big letters on the screen. But there was another bit where. There's just some random thing, like one of the droids was moving through the desert or something, and the, this little creature came out of the ground and sort of went meep, 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 like that. And then, you know, you saw these other moments with little droids and things moving around, making, no- making noises, and I thought, yeah, this is... I'm watching a Star Wars film. It's like those little details for me that kind of worked. And there were a lot of things... I felt like I was in the universe of the original films. I didn't feel like I was in the universe of the prequel trilogy. And that was, that was great. I, I felt like it was part of the, the better... Star Wars universe, you know, and there were events in it that sort of had there, there are a number of sort of similarities between this film and the original films in terms of narrative and in terms of like action sequences and things like that, uh, which kind of again are quite nostalgic and um, generally as a standalone film it was exciting and well, fun. Here's the thing, I think like the uh, what you you could just see episode four, five, and six, and this one. And skip the original, the, yeah. like the pre, the one, two, and three, because yeah. there's no, there's a lot of references to the, to the, to the four, five, and six. And uh, like, if you if you really like those films, there's like a lot of nostalgic moments where you're like, oh yeah, where you kind of go, oh, yeah. or you laugh because you see something that's like, oh yeah, from the original. But it, the, the 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 prequels, uh, episodes one, two, and three, there's nothing really. You don't need to see those in order to get any of the plot right. for this one. Right. Spoiler alert, Samuel L. Jackson doesn't turn up. Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson is not in this film, unfortunately, which is a pity. Um, but um, I, had a, I had a theory. I had a theory, yeah, maybe Mace Windows, Mace Windows' kid, but he'd have to be like his great-grandson or something. Um, I had a theory, if you remember, before we went into the cinema, that it was all about Luke Skywalker's lightsaber and that Finn... The, uh, the guy escaping from the, the dark side or whatever, that he was in possession of the lightsaber and it was all about the lightsaber. Um, I'm not going to reveal whether that was true or not. You're going to have to wait until you actually see the film. But I think that uh, the lightsaber still does have an important role to play in the film to an extent. Uh, it would be interesting for everyone to see how that happens. So again, I'm not giving anything away, am I? I don't think so. Um, I don't know if there's much more that we can say considering we can't give away details of the plot. We disappointed. I would just like to say that the waitress is wearing the same perfume as my wife, who I love very much. Robert is being tempted by the smell of the waitress. I'm not tempted by anything. I no, I was just making a, an observation. I'm not tempted. What are you? What are you talking about? Robert feels it's necessary to bring up the fact that the waitress is wearing the same perfume as his wife, who he loves very much. Right. Well, I say that because I don't want to give away any spoilers. Right. Okay. Okay. The f- ask your wife to wear a different perfume, so it feels like you know you with. You know, have, having an affair. <laughs> I think this is, this is opening a whole other can of worms. A little bit. We're taking our first step into a much larger world here, I think, by talking about Robert's love life. But for podcast number, which is, what's the next number? No idea. All right. 320, something like that. Okay. Where we will talk about Robert and his fidelity. Um, issues. No, there's no issues. Okay. Just, we're going to talk about what it's like to be faithful. Okay. All right. Well, maybe that will be an upcoming episode. But I think, uh, we, considering we can't give away spoilers, I think we're going to have to just uh, stop this recording and drink our beer and uh, talk a little bit more Star Wars before we basically go back to normal life again. Because uh, normal life does because continue. At the end of the movie, what we really see. 
Oh yeah, no, no, no. Sorry, Rob. No, you're not going to give any of that away. Um, now, but my my feeling actually, as the titles rolled at the end, was just a feeling of frustration because I was like, ah, I want to watch the, I want to watch the next one, and there were no comedy bloopers at the end. Ferris Bueller doesn't come out at the end and be like, oh, are you guys still here? Go home. Go home. Yeah, it's not a Marvel movie. There, there are no bloopers at the end, unfortunately. But um, I felt there were some bits of humor that I found uh, were uh, something new, like some new humor that I hadn't seen from the films before. Robot. What? Yeah, there is a moment where he goes, robot, what? And he's talking to a robot. That's quite funny. And a few other uh, moments. But I just felt quite frustrated afterwards because I was like, ah, I want to see the next one now. I want to see what happens next. Yeah. I got a really sort of. I feel like the next one is going to be maybe more interesting because this is the setup, and then yeah. we're going to see where they take it. Yeah, true. Um, true. It's, again, it's a bit like the the, pre, the the original trilogy where the first film set things up, and you didn't really know who Darth Vader was and what the relationship was between him and the other characters. And the second film took all of that a lot more. Uh, deeper and it got really interesting so hopefully that's what we're going to get from the next one but there will be like a spin-off film I think um, in a year or two which is called um, what's it Rogue One and it's about the the X-Wing fighter pilots who were responsible for uh, gathering the the information about the Death Star that allowed them to destroy the Death Star so that's that's what the next film's going to be about that character's going to be in it the guy I forget his name who is the the super hot um, X-Wing pilot Wedge Antilles. Poe, what's his name? Poe something, I don't know his surname. But yeah, he was pretty awesome. Maybe maybe he will be featured in, in that uh, little spin-off film. I don't know. But anyway, um, that's it, I think. Any last words to say about, to say about Star Wars? Go see it. Go, go and see it, exactly. All right. That's it then. Yeah. All right. Bye, 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 bye. <laughs> Thanks again for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Remember, the Force will be with you, always. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.